afternoon. It's February 24, 2019. Um, today we're going to talk a little bit about the mental game. Um, this is a subject that I got very uh, interested in about seven or eight years ago, and it's something that I, I talk a great deal with my own players and um, any kids that I may give lessons to. Um, but this is for softball and baseball players, and I feel like this is one of the biggest lacking things in our youth today when it comes to being an athlete in any sport, really. Um, but so much more is true in baseball and softball due to the amount of failure. Um, so let's get started with that being said. Um, what separates the great players from the average players? Um, when a player is a young, um, they like to have fun and there's not a lot of pressure put on them. Um, and it's just like going out in the backyard and competing with each other as kids. You know, the parents and the outside distractions are the things that put all the uh, pressure on these kids, and, and that's typically when it um, becomes not fun to them anymore. Um, when they're younger, they have confidence that that uh, they don't when they become older due to the fact of the pressure and the distractions and the amount of people that are trying to tell them what to do and what not to do. This confuses the player and they drift um, to somewhere that's kind of unfamiliar for them, which is failure. Because when you're younger, failing typically is okay and it's something you can get away with and, and, and there aren't as big of repercussions as they are when they become older and play at a more competitive level. So what is it that separates a player from falling into a hole that they never get out of? And, and to me, that is mentality. Um, talent and hard work will get you in the door, but it's your mindset and your attitude that will take you to the top. Once a player and a parent realizes that the power um, of their mindset uh, and everything will change in, in a positive manner. Um, success typically follows optimism. It's, uh, it's not necessarily the other way around. Um, a positive attitude delivers positive outcomes in almost anything and everything that you do. Um, nothing is more important than what you feed your mind um, on a daily basis. Um, so having positive thoughts um, gives yourself a chance to be successful. As we get more into this, you'll kind of understand. Um, the best way to feed your mind is with the books that you read. And some of the books that I've read that's made me think the way that I do um, I'm probably more of a stoic thinker in the way I do things and believe in. Um, but Obstacle is the Way, Ego is the Enemy. Both of those are by Ryan Holiday. Um, Relentless Optimism by Darryl Don Darren Donnelly. And The Energy Bus by John Gordon. Um, success begins in your mind. Um, but so also does failure. Um, optimism is self-fulfilling but so is pessimism. You have to decide how you're going to think about things. And believe it or not, the choice is yours and you have to own that outcome. I mean, it's 100%. We are built by God to be successful um, in who we are and what we try to achieve. It's our brain and our mind that typically uh, creates the negative thoughts and, and, and doesn't give us the best chance we need to be successful. Um, Failure and negative events, those are all a part of life. Um, and there's nothing that you can really do to protect yourself from encountering adversity. Um, 
anybody who thinks that they can they can is delusional and only setting themselves up for failure for a lifetime really of disappointment you can respond with pessimism or you can respond with optimism those who respond with pessimism which is most people will bring about more problems and um, ultimately negative outcomes those who respond with optimism will turn their negative situation around and ensure positive outcome in the long run. For baseball and softball, um, those are perfect examples of this. Like the winner of the World Series every year roughly loses 60 games throughout the course of a year. So, I mean, as a team, as an organization, those guys have failed a big percentage of their time, probably 33% of the time when it comes to overall team goals. And that's a lot of failure. In baseball and softball, the best players in the world bat 300 on average. And basically, they're failing 7 out of 10 times, which is 70% of the time at the plate. Um, so there's no other sport that goes through the amount of failure that, that baseball and softball do uh, due to the fact of... Due to the fact of how many times they can fail and still be considered a Hall of Famer or successful baseball or softball player at the plate. Um, the people who succeed aren't the ones who avoid the failure. It's, it's the ones who learn how to respond to the failure with optimism. Optimism. Um, optimists remind themselves that every negative event is a lie. That's capital L-I-E. And the L stands for limited. Optimists, um, they see negative events as temporary and limited to a single moment. A strikeout was a failure in that particular bat, but it's over and done with, and you have to move on from it. It has nothing to do with what will happen your next at bat. The I is for isolated. Optimists see the negative event as specific to the one particular area. It isn't contagious, and it won't spread to anything else if you don't let it. Failure at the plate should have nothing to do with how you play defensively the rest of the game. You can't allow um, a mistake in a previous at-bat dictate what your preparation is for being on defense, and you can't allow the at-bat before to dictate the next at-bat. All you can do truly is learn from those things. Um, And the E in lie um, stands for external. Optimists remind themselves that people and things outside of their control contributed to the negative event. Failure is external. It's not internal. So don't let a single negative event become personal and affect your self-worth. A slump on the, uh, on the baseball field does not mean that you're a failure. It just means that you're encountered a negative event and now you have to chase you had the chance to respond positively to it. Um, Failure is a lie. And that's, like I said again, L-I-E. Failure is limited, isolated, and external. It's limited to one particular moment. It's isolated to one particular area. And it occurred externally, outside of you. Um, It's only a lie if you make it so, too. Whether you want to view a negative event as pessimist or allow it to fester and make things uh, worse, or whether you view it as an optimist and define it as a lie. Something limited, isolated, and external 
that will lead to further damage is completely up to you. And you all have that power. That is something that God gave us by the creation of our brain and our instincts. And, and we have the control to be able to um, to make those decisions to turn it into a positive or a negative. And, and, and you and you only control your thoughts. And how you choose to respond to negative events will determine your outcome. In our baseball program here, we use a formula called E plus R equals O, which is events plus your response will dictate your outcome. And it's something that I personally live by on a daily basis and has made me really become more of a positive thinker and see the good in situations instead of bad. And so, you know, responsibility is, if you if you put right that word down, really, and you take it in reverse order, responsibility stands for the ability to respond to things. Um, so your response in any situation dictates the outcome that you will ultimately receive. Um, and as a player, a regular person, if you want to know what your life will be like a year from now, listen to what you're saying when you talk to yourself. Your self-talk determines your future. Um, anyone can be optimist for a day or a week or maybe a few months when things are going well. It's a commitment to long-term positive thinking that separates the big achievers from everyone else. Um, we all talk to ourselves daily. Um, and what thoughts are you putting into your head and your brain that ultimately will dictate what your outcome will be? Are you giving yourself the best chance you can mentally? Um, how you respond to positive events is just as important as how you respond to the negative events. I mean, you, you, sometimes you beat yourself down even when something goes right for you because you're thinking there's a negative involved in it. And that's us as a weakness as a human being that we typically do to ourselves. It doesn't give us the best chance or the best thoughts that we ultimately need um, to succeed in anything that we do. Um, so I'm going to give you an exercise for your player, whether it's your son or your daughter. After each game or practice, you should sit down and reflect honestly on the night and write down what you're saying to yourself following each at-bat during a game and after every practice session. The same thing is also uh, effective from a defensive standpoint. You know, if a line drive slips past you, you let a fastball go right by that's right down the middle, what are you saying to yourself in that moment? Because we all talk to ourselves. Um, and we'll, the things that we say to ourselves can be damaging. Um, but the biggest thing, we don't want to worry about the whole night. We want to worry about the big moments that took place throughout the course of a practice or a game and how you responded to those things. Um, optimism starts with becoming aware of your thoughts and your beliefs, and you have to clearly identify your fears, worries, um, and the negative thoughts before you can overcome them. Once you overcome them and once you recognize them, you can start arguing with them. Um, once you start arguing with them, now you're starting to work on um, becoming more of an optimist where you can take the negativity out of your thinking. Um, once you got an at-bat, write down what happened in that at-bat immediately following that at-bat. Whether you're a father or a parent, you can do it kind of for them and then get their thoughts after the game's over with or after practice is down. Um, and, and write that down, what what your child is telling you that they were saying to themselves, so their self-talk. How, that's very important to understand is what they're saying to themselves and you too in the real world 
um, when things aren't going the way you would like. Um, lastly, you want to evaluate what was a negative or a personal attack on yourself with your self-talk. Um, we all typically will beat ourselves down when things don't go that way, saying we're stupid or we don't have an understanding of what's going on or how can you let that person defeat you like that. That's just beating yourself down and, and, and tearing yourself down. You have to build yourself up for confidence reasons. Um, you'll be blown away with how many negative thoughts your son or daughter really has once you start trying to dig into those. Um, and this is just a starting point and a quick way to give yourself and your child a better chance to be successful. Um, doing things the way that everybody else does them is the surest road to mediocrity. And you can go get all the lessons in the world, you can take all the ground balls in the world, but at some point, you're going to fail. And that failure, you have to be able to overcome it through your mental uh, mental state, your mental toughness. Um, and this is something that, you know, a lot of baseball coaches, softball coaches, they don't really discuss a lot. They're more concerned about um, technique and, and all this. And all that plays a role in, in being a good player. Um, but the most damaging thing, you can take one of the ugliest swings and, and, and you can still be a good high school player or a good little league player or a good travel ball player for that instance, even with an ugly swing if you have the proper thought process and, and you're not beating yourself down. Um, so this is something different that most people won't ever talk about because they don't understand and they haven't thought long enough about how important the mental side of things are from um, being a pessimist to an optimist. Um, so once you recognize those negative thoughts, um, after you're starting to look at the notes you've made, remind yourself that it's a lie. Then explain to yourself exactly what what is a lie that you're discussing or what the thoughts were. Um, you have to be able to outline those things and understand what's positive and what's negative in those things and what can help or what can hurt. Um, so here's a three-step process to kind of help you get back to your natural state of success. You have to get in the habit of instantly recognizing those negative thoughts. Um, then you've got to argue. You've got to argue with the lies um, that they try to tell you. And then replacing those negative thoughts with the positive thoughts. So recognize, argue, and replace is a three-step process that you can go through and be able to control your thoughts in order to give you the most success. Um, if you'll work on these thoughts that I've shared routinely, um, you're only going to set yourself up for more success throughout the time. So a good way to recognize if a kid is, is mentally broke down playing ball or, or in school is the frustrations that you see a kid throwing a helmet or slamming a bat or, or their body language. This is something that could really help those those players and and build them for their life skills down the road along with being successful on the baseball field. Like I said earlier, you don't want to do things that everybody else does or, or you'll be mediocre the rest of your life. So make sure that you go into a little more in depth about mental toughness and the mental game and start teaching your kids this. And this is something that's just as important to practice at home as it is to go into the cage and swing in the bat. Um, you actually can practice this while you're in the cage or while you're taking ground balls and, and understanding the self-talk. Like I said earlier, we all talk to ourselves routinely. What thoughts and what words are you putting into your head 
that can be damaging for you to be the most successful that you can be. Um, look forward to uh, sharing some more thoughts with you um, next Sunday. And uh, thank you for listening. Like I said, if you need anything, you're more than welcome to email me at rwbrown at spark 7 Org. That's R.W. Brown at Spart, S-P-A-R-T, the number 7, dot org. Thank you and have a great weekend.